Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 58. Uh, a lot of them motherfuckers. Yeah, facts. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Queer Pro Quo, a.k.a. The. For Wade Blogs. Yes. That's big right there. That's big. <laughs> joining I'm me still for, a fan over here that's right joining me joining me your base y'all be your number one fan um, <laughs> filling in for Ari Cakes is in the building it's Cakes batter hey <laughs> and joining us as always well not as always but hey joining us from parts unknown live via satellite <laughs> G-Li yeah. Alright y'all So let's Huh go ahead So let's get into it y'all Let's get into it Um, A lot of stuff has happened over the week I want to get started We kind of do this every, every award show We kind of go over the Nominees for the awards That we care about Um, This week the Grammys were announced and Wade never wants to get born on his credit. Ever. I don't even know who you're talking about right now, fam. That's so funny. <laughs> you, are, you live on 24 Karen Magic, yo. You already know what I'm talking about. I, I don't even understand what you're talking about right now, fam. I'm, I'm, I, I saw Jay-Z. That's all I saw. <laughs> so. Murder, Death, Murder, Death, Kill, Homicide. <laughs> Bars of Death. So let's go into some of these nominations or the nominees nominations that we care about. We're not gonna go through all the nominees, of course. Um, record of the year, starting off, um, we got Childish Gambino with Redbone, Humble Kendrick Lamar, um, the story of OJ, which is I'm surprised being nominated for a Grammy, but I'm all for it. Jay Z, um, I'm mispronounced this, so forgive me. Um, Despaciaso. It's Daddy Yankee and Justin Bieber And yeah Bruno Mars thing Yeah so Out of those (laughs) (laughs) Yeah the Bruno Mars thing (laughs) So out of those for record of the year Who do do we think was going to win that Who do you think Kex First of all shout out to Hov Cause they ain't going to let him be great They're not going to let Hov be great Um I mean I want I want Jay Z to win I I heard someone say that um, Jay Z's not gonna win, and 
he should just be grateful, you know, um, receiving like the the lifetime award, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he's getting. Yeah, he's getting the lifetime award. And yeah. then I heard someone else say, "Well, I feel like Hove made them sign a contract, and Vang and all of them ain't coming at all." It's very possible. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you better be Jay Z out here. That's 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 the rumor here is that Hove is like, hey, y'all don't give me the lifetime award, that's fine and dandy. Yeah. But if y'all don't give me the other shit, so I'm how, not d- how dare you? <laughs> Try to give me one and not the other. I need them all. Or maybe we just get the big ones. I mean, I'm here for it. You know, but in this category, well, well, G, who do you think is going to win Record of the Year? Record of the Year for what's nominated. Um, I think Jay should have this category, truthfully. Truthfully? I'm, I'm first yeah, surprised that a song as black as the story of OJ would be nominated for a Grammy. I heard this is the year, though, that the Grammys are finally... Okay, so this is my view on it. My view on it. It's it's not like rap song of the year or R&B song of the year. It's record of the year. The song that pushed the conversation, made an impact, and start talking. Because honestly, that's what music is about. So at the end of the day, every other song that's in this category was just a feel good type of song or a song that people grew through. It wasn't a song that besides Jay song that created a dialogue. So his song did that. So yeah, record of the year. You know, as much as much as I fuck with Bruno, as much as I fuck with Kendrick, as much as I fuck with Childish and Daddy Yankee, uh yeah, so <laughs> uh, leave Daddy Yankee. <laughs> yeah, leave Daddy Yankee where he lies. <laughs> in that regard. But, um, Despacio. Yeah. What did I say? Despacio. Anyway. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, I would love to see the story of OJ win. I would love to see that. I don't think it's going to win. I, I, I think Kendrick's going to win it. But I would love to see the story of OJ. I, I think Kendrick's, Kendrick's going to win. I think I think K-Dot's I think, gonna win. I, know, I, I, think can, I can gonna, see it. Um, I think it's gonna be like a, a wild. I think it's gonna be like a wild random pick. I think it's either gonna be Childish or or, or Daddy Daddy Yankee. I can see I can see um Childish Gambino winning as well. Yeah, I think it's gonna be one of them two. Like, because I feel like it's a lot of people that when you I don't know. I think I think and this is where I always say this would move the conversation forward. If the story of OJ wins the Grammy for Song of the Year, I think that does set a standard because the song is like I said, such a conversational piece. It's not like a, a song. It's really talking about something. It's really topical. So I think it could be great for music and maybe people will start making more music like that. Probably not, but maybe. I think it's great for music if the story of OJ um, wins. But I feel that that won't necessarily mean that more people would make music yeah, I, like Hove. I think, well, people, well, let's be honest. People can't make music like Hove. Shout out to, to my father. I don't know if he's y'all father, but <laughs> shout out to my father, Hove. So, um, but I think those, those type of songs are going to become more prevalent. That um, I don't want to, I'm, I'm hesitant to say conscious hip hop, yeah. but just 
can we say woke hip hop? Is, is that is that a term? Can I say that woke hip hop? No, don't say it. Don't, don't say, say that. Don't I can't say that. Okay. Say that. <laughs> no, don't say it. So let's go to I um. Hate, I hate the, I hate the term woke. Now I, I understand. It has, yeah. It's it's it meant something at one point. Now it's just like we can't find another word to express the fact that we're actually paying attention. That's woke. So it's between being jokes and being relevant. I, I agree. So, I wish I wish there was the term for woke because it's it's been running to the ground so much by people who don't really understand it but want to be popular. You know, they'll be like, I'm woke and don't yeah. even know, you know what I'm saying, what woke is. And I hate when people tell me I'm woke because I'm I don't think I'm woke. Yeah, my whole thing with saying hip hop means that you're aware. Yeah. That's that's what hip hop is. That's where it derived from is you know, artists that were were paying attention, that were conscious, quote unquote, that were woke, quote unquote, um, to their surroundings and decide to speak out on them about it because they didn't have the political standpoint uh, or the political platform to speak on it. They spoke about it in their music and it took on a life of its own, so on and so forth. Rap is a hip-hop. Right. If you say, say hip-hop, then you're... It's understood that somebody's conscious, they're, they're, they're woke, and all those other adjectives, when you just say hip-hop, then you're talking about a specific matter. That's just how I feel. You know, the millennials are fucking stupid. I, anyway. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Let's go to um album of the year. And when I, I think when they say album of the year, they mean of course the entire album. Um Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. A four forty four Jay Z. Yes, always. <laughs> Damn Kendrick Lamar. Um <laughs> Melodrama by Lord. And yeah, Bruno Mars. So, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bruno Mars is funny. <laughs> yeah, Ari likes Bruno Mars, right? Everybody likes Bruno Mars, apparently. It's not me. I mean, I'm not a stan, but I, I, I receive him. I receive him, but <laughs> yeah, Bruno Mars. Like, can we give him credit? He's nominated yeah, yeah. for album of it's, the it's year. Just, the, the That's kind of rough. It's too happy for me. I just can't do with it. Thank, thank you, thank you. God dang. Wait, not gonna, wait, not gonna give him any accolades. Nah, fam, nah. It's just yeah. too happy, yo. Look, I seen a video. He was dancing in the hallway in Vegas and shit. I was like, what the hell is this, Joey? I mean, he was happy to be there. Oh, Shout out to him. I need some bars of death. I need some pain. I need some <laughs> suffering. <laughs> Will you mad because he's suffering? Nah. I need some wait, agony. Wait. I respect Bruno. When you, when you go to Vegas, So, like, wait a minute. I have a question. You you pulled this from the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Was he listed last? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I tried to forget about him, but I know if I didn't if I didn't mention him, I know G would be like, "Well, don't forget Bruno." So. <laughs> yeah, he already knows. I'm sorry. Because at the end of the day, look again. When you go to Vegas, it's not bars of death. No, because what what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I don't want to see him smiling in the hallway, dancing in Versace shirts and shit. I don't want to see that shit. (laughs) This shit is not good to me. That's not hip hop. Hate less, Lee. Hate less. Everything doesn't always stay in Vegas. Doesn't be learned. Clearly, clearly (laughs) it's not. 
So, so who you got? You got for me? Yeah, we know it's not Bruno. It's definitely <laughs> not. Him. I'm torn. I'm torn. My last person to choose from. Definitely, definitely. I'm torn. I'm torn between my West Coast allegiance with Kendrick. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then of course Hove. I'm torn. Um, it's not. It's not about being an allegiance. It's whose album was better. Oh man. That's tough. All right. So I'm going to let you do it. Okay, so I mean, I'm always rolling with Jay-Z, but shout out to Kendrick. You know, I appreciated the art. Um, does Childish deserve to be on this list? That's a good question. Cause I, okay. Hip-hop and profession. I like Childish Gambino. I like Childish. I like Donald Glover. Shout out to Donald Glover. I like it. I like how both of y'all are dancing on the questions. He's on the uh, No, I'm, I'm 444 four, 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 all the way. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I could have faxed you or emailed whatever's popular these days. Album of the year. Album of the year. All right, my pick is Kendrick. Album of the year. But I'm, I'm fine with that. But, but like I said, shout out to Donald Glover. He, was, he got an award for acting. And he's nominated for an award for his music. This dude is doing this, this is black excellence right here. Did y'all listen to the album? That's what I was going to say. I, I have the album. Yeah. And haven't heard the entire album yet. Are you talking about Childish? No, yeah. Childish album is, is crazy. Childish, Childish album is crazy. All right, Did so he put out. out of this entire catalog, I've heard four of the album. I have no idea who the fuck Lord is. Oh Lord, my gosh, you, you killing Lord. me. <laughs> you remember Lloyd with the song, the royal song? Yeah. I mean, like, even That's I it. I know the song, but um, I, I didn't know that she released that. this year. Yeah, I didn't know. I, so, let me clarify that statement. When I said I don't know who he is, it's not that I'm not aware that he has a song out. I'm not aware She's of a woman. his artistry. She's a woman. That's she. That's Lord. <laughs> she. All right. So, I've heard the whole Childish Gambino album. I've heard the whole Jay album. I've heard the whole Kendrick album. I've heard the whole Bruno album. Out of all five songs nominated, the only album that I have not heard was Lord. That's why I was like, I don't know who he is. Because I haven't heard the whole project. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, I'm clarifying that for Uncut. Not like they care, because nobody likes me. <laughs> Stop that shit. <laughs> But to go to the debate that we're actually talking, we're going to narrow it down to those Kendrick and Jay. Because that's basically who we have in the conversation about it. Yeah, it's basically. Childish. Yeah, Childish is an honorable mention. Like, we, everybody respects his artistry, but, you know, the conversation now is pretty happening. It's just pretty much between Kendrick and Jay. Okay. Um, did you did you defend your your pick? Because my you pick, pick is Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, my pick is Kendrick. Not, not discrediting anything Jay did because Jay's phenomenal. Normally, uh, with music, but this was an album where he did something that he's never done before like, so why doesn't that deserve album of the year because I don't see I mean although damn was great what was groundbreaking about damn you can play it backwards and the, like the last time I, okay so 
what was groundbreaking about that? When was the last time you heard an album where the artist lived or died depending how you played the album? I mean, that's a great idea, but I don't think that's phenomenal. You don't? No. I mean, from what Jay did as far as, yeah, it was the first time Jay was actually personal, but in retrospect, every artist is personal when they present an album. And that's true, but to be a, to be a, to, to, be. to be a whole fan and to live and see him be this vulnerable to give us all this information to actually get more interviews from like I've heard more from Jay-Z this year than I have during like the span of his career would you not agree no I agree and what I what I take that as I feel Jay has understood um quick segue to something we'll get to later just me bringing it up um the the New York Times interview, he mentioned it in there that he knows he's no longer in a certain state anymore when it comes to music. So he acknowledges that and he exists outside of that. And I think that was part of the reason is like, I, I'm not trying to tackle Billboard. I'm not trying to make the most money for my label. Like, I get to be honest in my music how I want to be without fear of repercussions of how it might affect my sales because my sales I don't care about anymore because I have so much other uh, business practices and endeavors. I'm a father now. My my wife is the number one paid woman in music. Like I don't have to worry about how my brand is going to look at this point based off the sales of an album so I can for lack of a better phrase, I can be honest in my music and not care how it's performed. So that brings up a good question here. And we're getting totally off subject, but here's a good question. What Jay is doing is kind of it's kind of what people have been doing before, you know, where they're releasing music, but then they're talking and doing these in-depth interviews, these real personal interviews. Is that something, do you think, that will ha- happen more? Because Jay, we, I think, like you said, we haven't heard this much from Jay his entire career. But this one album, he's kind of just opened up and just showed everything. Is this something we want to hear more from our artists? We want to know them on this much of an intimate level? Because now I feel like I know Jay. I feel like me and Sean are cool. Bruh, that's been my dad forever. Like, what you mean? But I think I heard heard you say that. I think it was you. I think you said it on Shot Podcast or somewhere in life that um, you don't like some interviews because you find out like what people don't know. Yeah. And... I feel that that's true for like some of the artists that I actually love or maybe love a little less now. Like I'll say, oh, let me catch this interview with such and such. And then I listen to it and then it's like, wow, like you're not even that amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a pass. <laughs> like I'm not even checking for you no, anymore. That's, that's real though. That's and real. like, I just appreciate some people mystery more, but like Jay-Z is the person where I just feel like he can't do any wrong. So I want to hear more from Jay-Z. I feel that like no he can't do any wrong like I said I want to hear more from Jay-Z I feel that um like some artists you like you have to give the fans something because if I can't relate to you I'm not giving you my money 
that goes what we were talking about earlier about Cam and you, you know you can be yeah. yeah yeah I think that's what it really re- breaks down to relatability and I think these interviews that Hove is giving you is showing everyone that hey I'm Hove but I'm Sean too I'm a married man with three kids I go through real shit too so I think he go ahead that's, that's what that's what the 440 the 444 album did for him and his fans, it created a a a, a relation. Alright, so take a step back. I know T.I. at one point had said that he was going to start rapping because his fans couldn't relate to the lifestyle he now lives. Like, his, his core fans couldn't understand, or, well, I ain't gonna say couldn't understand, but couldn't relate to where he is now. So it's like when he talks a certain way, the people who helped build his career can't relate to it. I think Jay, with this particular project, did a great job of bridging that gap, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jay is a billionaire. None of us are billionaires right now. Currently. We will be soon. Yeah, but none of, us are, none of us are billionaires at this very moment. But the way he approached this particular project, it took that out of the mix and made us be able to relate to his situation. Like, yo, even though I'm still a, I'm a billionaire, I still have problems. I still have relationship issues the Mm -hmm. same way anybody does. So all of us related to that on a particular level like, oh, shit, it don't matter how much money you got, shit. You know, Jay's billion dollars, Beyonce damn near billion dollars, and they, they have an issue. So, you know, Lequisha and 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 and, and Bo, whoever Andre, it's not surprising that they have issues because the crazy thing is the same issues that Jay talked about in um his interview is issues that all of us have. Yeah, the the, the money didn't change that. The I money would, didn't erase it. I will go. I will even go further to say. I've probably listened to Jay's interviews more than I've even listened to the album. Like all the interviews together from 444, I mean the New York Times, the Rap Radar, the notes from 444, all those interviews, I've listened to those more than I've listened to the album. I don't know that, but I'm here for it. <laughs> all right, let's I ain't gonna say that, but <laughs> they, they've, they've given a certain insight. They've definitely, definitely have. And I, like, and I, I've, never, I've never seen Jay have a a, a, a whack interview or a pointless interview yeah. even further like Jay's interviews are always to give insight to something whether it be to the project that he put out to situation that his name is mentioned or you know just insight with what he feel is going on like it's always an informative interview I just I I hope 
more artists of his ilk, more of the Nas's, the T.I.'s, the more those artists in the, that realm do interviews like this, do things like this where they are releasing their inner thoughts so we can match the, the thoughts with the rhymes. Because a lot of times when artists do things, you're left to just paint your own pictures. With Jay, he's been so specific and so open with things, you kind of know exactly what he's talking about, which is rare for Jay to do anyway. But continue on, we still got a whole bunch of Grammys go over. Um, <laughs> skip a couple here. Best Urban Contemporary Album. This is a good category. We got um, Free Black from Black. Yes. Um, Awaken <laughs> My Love, Childish Gambino. Uh, American Teen from Khaled. Controlled by Scissor and Starboy from the weekend. That's a that's a heavy category. Who you got winning case? I'm torn. Between who? Um so honestly, like I breeze through the weekend and it could be great. Like I've heard really great things about that album. Um this is album, right? Yes, album. album okay. Um, I mean, I love SZA. Who doesn't? Right. And I love Black. Who doesn't? Right. Um. Oh no! I want to see the young boy win. I'm going. I'm rolling with Black. You rolling with Black? Yeah. It'd be a dope if Black did win. Though. I know, but he got my uh, vote. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to takes on that, yeah. You going for Black, black too? Yeah. Bro, he not gonna take it though. Is, like, <laughs> Everybody that's in this category, I feel like Black is the newest unappreciated artist. Yeah. So it would it would have been it would have been a semi debate between her as far as like the newest or Khalid, Khalid, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, as far as newest artist that just hit like we all know who the weekend is yeah this is scissors What's the what's um, the category title again? Um, best urban contemporary album. Okay. And again, I'm sad with you on this one, Kate. I need I need black. Like, well, I would I would love for that to happen because he he's a phenomenal artist. His project, I still listen to it now. Yeah. I I, I play every everybody that's mentioned in this category. I have the album. Listen, listen to it at least twice, three, maybe four times. Well, black is the only black album is the only one that stays in rotation. Yeah, um, mm, I'm gonna go against the grain, and, and you know me, so I think you know who I'm gonna say. I'm going with Abel. I'm going with Starboy. I gotta go with Starboy. That's my that's my guy. Um, I'm going with Abel. The Weekend. I'm just I'm just a fan of The Weekend in general. Like I like The Weekend. 
I mean, it would be a good look. Of course, it would be a great look for Black to win because a lot of people don't know who Black is. So for Black to win a Grammy would be a tremendous look. He did kind of just like sneak into my life. Yeah, so that would be a tremendous look. I just don't think that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I think it's going to be dope for him to be nominated. And whatever his new project is coming out. I can't think of the setup that it was on, but when he redid um, Erica Badu's On the Norm drink. Catch that. Is he a sing- like his thing? He sings. He's mm-hmm. a singer. Yeah, he raps though. Yeah, like but I was. He, he, he right, so when he hit mainstream and how he got categorized is as a singer. Yes, he raps. But you know, a lot of people do that these days. You know? Yeah, that's not. Yeah, you're right. But the, it's it's crazy because the way he puts his R and B songs together, it still sounds like rap. Yeah. Is is that intricate? It's not like all right, I'm gonna just harmonize the thing. Like he pays attention to the lyrics that he's putting in the harmony, and the way he chops it up on the beat and singing, he still sounds like a rapper. I I'm rolling. I think Black gonna win it. You I'm rolling. Win yeah, it? I'm rolling with Black. Forget the weekend. Um, I'm rolling with Abe. I, I gotta rock with him. He ain't even gonna show up. <laughs> he probably, he probably I would, won't. <laughs> I would. I, would love, I want Black to win it. But SZA is going to win this category. Mm. I feel like she got other other categories to win. She all right. There's a bunch of other categories I want to go through. We not glo- we not glorifying cheating when Jay Z just dropped four four four. Like what's <laughs> that up? is the what's irony of that, right? That is the <laughs> irony of that. Um, what I want to. I'm joking. I'm here for the weekend. Shout out to her. You definitely telling my story. So what now? She said we're not gonna glorify cheating. Well, the, the album is more than just about cheating, though. He he revealed and he's sorry, so we moving past that. <laughs> we not cheating him. Cheating I is old know. news. Jay Z told I y'all. Hear, I would I would have loved to hear your take on the on the last award show when Beyonce's Lemonade was nominated for damn near every category. And we're not going to glorify cheese. I mean, Beyonce is also a glorified whore, but anyways. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to say the views and opinions expressed by Cakes are not it's those. Cakes batter. <laughs> C-A-A-K-E-S. Just in case you ain't know how to spell Cakes. Next next category. Batter, batter, batter. I want to... Um, <laughs> best rap performance this is kind of odd because i don't really know what they mean by performance but i'm just gonna go through the songs they have nominated here party um bounce back by big sean 444 j yeah humble kendrick lamar bad and bougie and more that yellow why is bad and bougie still a thing bad and bougie i don't know so g we'll start with you for best rap performance, who do you have winning? All right, hold on. I'm trying to find it. I need to visually see it. I know it's not bad and bougie. That's the damn show. <laughs> Alright, so I'm assuming for performance they I, I feel like you talk about video performance or No, because there's another category for video as well. So I don't really know what they I mean. I looked by up that. some of these on the Grammy website because I was confused. By the categories. But yeah. then, I'm, then I'm with you. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't exactly know what they mean by that. For this it's either Jay or Kendrick. Everybody 
You really, uh, you that preach Barty gang don't think Cardi not gonna win for best performance? You'll see the you said what? The, the young girl swinging from chandeliers in yeah. clubs when she performing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she'll win this category. <laughs> She's not gonna beat Jay. She's not Cardi. What are you talking about Cardi? Yeah. Uh, as much as I love Cardi and I know she's winning and how much you hate her right now because she's winning and she's not young and uh, <laughs> Cardi ain't won in a minute. Um, <laughs> she she's not gonna win this category. Yeah, I don't I don't see Cardi I don't, winning that. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Cardi winning this category. It's either between Jay and Guy. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Hove on this one. I think there is a theme we have here going in, and and 444 is a great album, but I do think there is some some validity to what everybody's saying. They're giving him these awards, so they give him the lifetime award as well. That I love Jay Z, and I would love to see that happen in my lifetime. Shout out to Hove. They <laughs> not let him do life. no sweep at the Grammys. I like how you slid that in there. Thank you. I didn't mean to do it, but when I was saying it, you know. I caught yeah, it. The millennials, the millennials ain't gonna catch that. That went way over their head. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. Millennial. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm a millennial. Nah, I, I think I, it's, it's gonna no, be an upset. No Cardi's no gonna get one Grammy. You're not categorized as a millennial because you haven't probably too much hip hop knowledge. I'm 26 years old. Thank you. I understand that. And I'm so, definitely 29. Um, <laughs> definitely 29. <laughs> definitely uh, no, young no, baby. No, here. Uh, <laughs> uh, artist on my label, Bill. Shout out to Bill. The Nefarious State coming soon. Uh, this month, actually. But he's 25. But talking to him and his perspective on music, he, I, I wouldn't consider him a millennial. Well, hell, Ari is 25, right? Yeah, like 26. even if you guys are in that time frame but y'all have a wealth of knowledge and yeah. speak intelligently about what's going on y'all not stupid alright so let's go to so I don't consider you a millennial cake and that's why Barney's gonna win this this category well no we have we have two more categories here I'm gonna go through real fast and okay. I think this is, where, this is where Barney may win unfortunately best rap song oh lord the story of OJ Sassy by Rhapsody. That's the new one. Humble. Kid out, of course. Chase Me from Danger Mouse, Run the Jewels, and Big Boy. And, of course, Bodai Yellow. <laughs> what I would like to be would be Rhapsody. Oh, that'd be dope. But, nah. <laughs> that would be dope. That would that, that'd be phenomenal. I love Rhapsody. That would be the category that if Rhapsody won, then that would change the narrative of music or the yeah. course of music, like you would like it to say. Would. And I would love to see that happen. But it's not. I mean, what? I saw Cardi tweet the other day. <laughs> this was recent. She tweeted, my road manager put me on a Rhapsody. And I was like, I if saw you that. did not, if you could have kept that to yourself. I saw that. We all would have been good. And I'm just... Like how how can she win best rap song and her road manager just put her on to Rhapsody like and it's probably only because she was nominated with her like yeah, I'm I'm kind of yeah. offended yeah well I was offended before I knew about this category but like seriously she just put you on why can't you just tweet I mean, Rhapsody that's, dope that's, that's how it goes that's how it goes when you're 
goes with some artists, if they're not in the same lane, they don't venture outside. But I feel like I feel on. like women are so looked over, and she should know that story very well because she wasn't always like this Barty that we know today. So why wouldn't she look and see like who's um who's doing music great before her? Because I think it was more so who's doing music in the lane that I'm going to be doing music at. And um, you know she's Rhapsody, I know she's familiar with Nicki. Rhapsody so. and Cardi don't do the same type of music, so you're right. If Cardi was looking at it that way, why would Rhapsody show up on her radar? She would. But That's I feel like, like I've seen her praise Missy before, and they don't make the same type of music. Exactly, that's my point. They don't make the same type of music. But she so, praised Missy, so... be aware of her? Well, I think everybody's aware think, of Missy. And, and, and I think that's... All right, so let's take this back a, a step further. This is why I think it was so much of a shock when to a lot of Jay-Z fans and a lot of Common fans and a lot of Talib fans when Jay mentioned both of them because they don't make the same type of music. That's a great like point. He was, aware, he, he was aware of them, and he made reference to them, which push put a lot of Jay-Z fans to figure out who's quality, who's common. Like, who are these dudes that he's talking about? I don't know who they are. I listen to Jay-Z music. That's a good point. That's a very, that's a very good point, because that, that, that line so, did do something for quality. I agree. Yeah, it did. Speaking of which, well, I'll get to that later with the, with streaming with G, cause I ain't touch on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Look, at you and your segues already. Look at this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But hold on. Let's let's. We got one more category. Who do you have winning for best rap song? G. Me? Yeah. Just the piss cake song. Just the piss cake song. I need Bodak I think. I think if <laughs> if Cardi wins anything, it'll be this category. I mean, you're. I'm already bad that she's nominated, but you know, shout out to her because I've never been nominated for a Grammy, but she probably will win. And you know, it's going to be the coming back of somebody because a lot of things got to, got to change. I don't know. I think, um, yeah, if, if, if Cardi's going to win anything, it would be this category. I don't think she's going to win this category, but if she was to win any, cause she's nominated for like four or five Grammys. So if she's gonna win anything. Will be this category. That is sickening. Like that's that. This is how I know there is nothing left for her. This is the first year. Like, what else can she do? Well, she hasn't dropped the album yet. That thing has nothing, <laughs> and she's and she's telling it all. She doesn't have an album yet. Her I'm album taking my crazy. time. You're taking your time because you have nothing left. <laughs> but I'm glad this year was a great one because this is all y'all gonna get from. This gonna be y'all mambo number five, and call wow. me next year when so I can I say told, I told y'all I told so. You. Oh, look for uncut. Me, me and Cakes be talking about music behind the scenes, and this has been a debate between us for a while about if Cardi's still. On I know he tired of me. Like I be sending him random videos. <laughs> <laughs> my thing with Cardi is my, I don't think my, my vote is Cardi still got some. Cakes is like, nah, she's done after this year. Right, she died. I think there's too much money behind Cardi for her to lose. Like, her label's putting a lot of money invested in her. 
they're gonna make sure she wins. We'll be able to tell by this next so, single she got coming up. But to follow up on this case, you remember when I was like, she be smart to go ahead and let the the buzz and the hype die down from Bodak Yellow before she releases her other song. Yeah. She, I've never known this to happen for any other artist. She officially announced when her next single is coming out. You know, most artists just drop a new single. That's not true. That radio pick it up. No, it was a press release when her next single is coming out. People do press releases and runs all the time. So that's, I mean, forget her. That's how I know she losing because she got to tell y'all which way to look and people not paying attention. I've heard many people say they're getting tired of Bodak Yellow and I'm like, yes, start a group. No, as much, as much <laughs> as I'm tired of this all too. Like, don't, hold on, let's clarify that. Don't get that twisted. As much as I love Cardi right now, no, I need new music. <laughs> I need new music. Like, let's not get this I'll be so honest with y'all. I'm not tired of the songs. I really just started listening to it. Like, I really ignored it for this entire summer. I really just started listening to the song. So I'm like, oh, this is kind of right. This is pretty high, though. It's one of those. It's one of those songs you don't need to hear more than five times. I agree with that. Well, I mean, today's climate. Let's let's go to the last category, <laughs> and this is the, the the most important category for us here at um, Worst Way. I bought Uncut Magazine, but make sure you check that out. Uh, <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> Please check out Uncut Magazine. Uh, best rap album of the year. We got four forty four, of course. Damn. Culture by Migos. Layla's Wisdom Rhapsody. Shout out to Layla's Wisdom because that's my niece's name spelled that way and everything. I'll tap to my arm. Shout out to you. Um, and Flower Boy from Tyler the Creator. Bruh. First of all, <laughs> why is Migos in this category? Like, no shade to the Migos. And I appreciate all that y'all do, done to help me turn up, but I can't. I, I know I, why Tyler's here, but why why are the Migos? I, I, once again, this is a category I would love to see Rhapsody win, but it's not going to happen. I think I think it's Kendrick. Like, could they not have not picked another person? Yeah, they could. Another. They could have picked. <laughs> any, yeah. Shout out to Kosher. Somebody think it's great. So no. somebody's still banging that album. <laughs> Um, it's it's going. To, I think a lot of these categories are going to come down to Jay Z and Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. So, Agreed. so G, who do you have winning the album of the year? G. My pick that I like, of course, would be Rap. Of course. To mirror what. Already said. I don't even know why Migos and Tyler is even in this category. Yeah. No, 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 no. Tyler deserves to be here. Did you not listen to that? I did. I didn't listen to Tyler. I'm not a Tyler I fan. Didn't. So I'm not, I'm not a Tyler the Creator fan. No, no, I, no. I appreciate his, his. I appreciate his business savvy and how he moves um, musically as far as being his own entity and not caring what anybody thinks. But I've never like been a fan of his music. Except the Yonkers freestyle, because that's just fucking crazy. That I need you. I need you to take time in your life and just play it while you're doing something, and I promise you will appreciate it. You like? Okay. Please. It is. It is so. I was so surprised 
Yeah. All right, so from right here, we're going to jump to us. I'm going to put that on with straight over G. <laughs> okay, you yeah, you, you do that because I'm good with Tyler. I'm, I'm good with Tyler. What's wrong I'm, with Tyler? I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw, throw that on the wish stream with you. I'm going to listen to that. It's enough for me. recommendation for the project. Okay. And if that's cake, then uh, yeah, I'm going to come back. <laughs> Please let me know. Yeah, I, um, I listened to the last time I listened to Tyler, he had a song with Push T, and that was it. That's the last Tyler song I listened to. Did you like that song? Not really. Okay. I like that song. It made me listen to that album. And I mean, it was a lot of weird stuff going on. But, you know, outside of the weird, I could, I got it. I received it. I know. I listen. Like I said, I think people listen to music as what they can identify with. And even in my in my wildest imaginations, I can't identify with the shit Tyler talks about. I can't. And I get that. But it's really good. You got to hear it. Like, please. Like, I, I was one song I heard him, and probably the same song I told him about Pusha T when he was talking about raping somebody that's dead. I mean, and I was like, Eminem was raping his and mom. I'm, I'm not an Eminem fan. Bruh, <laughs> I'm not an Eminem him, fan. But okay. <laughs> Definitely not an Eminem fan. But that's the Grammys. They're scheduled to come out next year. We'll give y'all an update like we all we do when the actual awards are announced and see who's right. It's probably me, but we'll we'll see. We alluded to this earlier, and of course, the talk of the week has been Jay-Z's New York Times interview. Um, Ho sat down with the New York Times for about a half hour, 45 minutes, and gave a remarkable interview. I won't say better than the Rap Radar interview, but it was still a great, great interview. Um, he released, he let us know a lot of things that we didn't know that we weren't privy to. Um, I guess following up with some of the things from the Rap Radar interview, he said he did talk to Kanye recently, and they're still good. He just, you know, it's a competition thing. I like that. Yeah, and I completely understand that. This, you know, since Kanye started out, it's a clip floating around in there. that Kanye started out on his label, so it's always a competition thing, but it's, a, you know, they're brothers, so, and I can understand that. Definitely understand that. One thing he did mention was um, he and Beyonce worked on Lemonade together, which I think we all knew that kind of. And um, a lot of the songs that were for Lemonade were left off that were eventually maybe be a Jay-Z and Beyonce dual album, The Best of Both Worlds, The Carter Family. And I'm here for it. I know we have this running Fuck the Beehive theme on, on the show, but I'm definitely here for a Jay-Z and Beyonce album. Am I alone in this or no? I mean, if we don't think Ho contributing to everything that she's put out since they've been together, I mean, why not hear what it sounds like when he's actually on the song? I mean, we have we have examples of them, the songs they've done together. You know, I hated Bonnie and Clyde because it was just a pop ripoff, and you know how I am about pop. But everything Agreed. else is good. You know, I'm, I'm with everything else. Um, he has it's a really dope interview. I encourage everyone to go check it out. It's New York Times. You can also go to uncutmagazine.net to make sure you see the interview. Um, very very dope interview. I don't know if you um if y'all watch my Insta stories. I didn't actually post it. But um, someone had tweeted like, "When is Jay Z ever ran rap?" And it gave us yeah. like a list of years the of conflicts, like yeah. how all the people done like the great things, and Jay Z wasn't listed in any of the years. And then someone responded, "Uh, since when does longevity not count?" I think, and we can we can get into that. Okay, the the question was, G, I don't know if you heard it, was that there's a, a meme floating around. It's from the it's from a complex article okay. where they listed the top rapper each year since rap has been out 
and they this meme started out in 96 with Pac thug lord and to now and the meme is questioning said okay if these people ran rap these years yeah. when did Jay-Z run rap why I see the king for me I can tell y'all the exact moment Jay-Z became the king of hip hop for me the city is mine volume 2 no volume 1 in my lifetime in my lifetime volume like 1 right after Big and Jay that, I mean Big and Pot that exactly to me when the city is mine came on it's like Jay took the took the throne he took it the throne was there and everyone was going through this whole let's be peaceful let's let's you know we, we don't want nobody to die let's all be cool and Jay was like fuck that I'm the king I mean that I mean, he said that in the song. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people interpreted it that way. And to me, that's always a song that gets missed, that gets dismissed from Jay's catalog. So I'm glad you brought it up. Like he literally starts the song off like "Rest in Peace, Playboy." <laughs> like he's talking to Big. Yeah. Straight up, straight up against first first verse. Like to me, that like, a lot I, of people. A lot I'm of people will say that. Um, yeah, a lot of people will like, say I'm, that. Um, hard not life was Jay's moment. I, th- I really think no, it was the city is mine. No, it wasn't. I hate, that. and again, I get crucified in the comments, but I hated hard not life when it first came out. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, I hated it. I could not fucking stand that song. I hated it. Wait, but, cut that part. I mean, Hey, that's just how I felt. I, I didn't like Juicy when it first came out either. I still don't like Juicy. But those, regardless how I felt about it, those are songs that are staples in both of those artists' careers and in hip-hop in general. But like Wade said, City is Mine, when that song came out, I think a lot of people overlooked it because he's on the track with um, Black Street. <laughs> yeah, with Black Street, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I really and they, think, and they kind of overlooked it because it was kind of mellow. It wasn't that aggressive. But that right there was Jay's defining moment. He let people know what he was going to do from the moment Big died in hip hop going forward. Yeah, I think I think if for our younger listeners, go back and listen to In My Lifetime <laughs> Volume One, which came out in '97. It's track number, I want to say three, four. The City Is Mine. That is the song. That is the, the song right there that Jay said, this shit is mine. All this belongs to me. That's crazy. That's um To speak to what July said, I always appreciated more of the music that isn't commercial because like we actually understand the music. Like We, we get into the lyrics. We... We love the music. We're not just here for like the vibe. I, I mean, well, maybe I no, shouldn't say vibe, no, but um, I don't know. Like, we're different from everyone else, so I get it. I mean, I can understand why maybe you wouldn't like a hard knock life at first. Um, but I loved it when I first I heard just, it. I just, didn't, I just didn't like the sample. Okay, even, but, though, okay. even though even though the sample was a great choice for the message of the song, yeah, it was just. Initially, it got the first time I heard it, it was annoying. So, after listening to it or hearing it repetitive times, it just became that much more annoying. Yeah. But 
تو من تو می لرنگ و آب Yeah, but then too, like your experience would be different than me and Wade's. I don't think you actually make music, right? Not anymore, no. Yeah, I'm so like he creates music, so like your listening experience would be different than ours. This is a valid point exactly. as well. I mean, I. Cause like, The first couple of lines, again, the first couple of lines of the city is mad. Jay was the, like, went in. Like, what the deal, Playboy, just rush your soul. I be holding it down, yo, still let it go. Still let it go if people don't. People forget that song. Don't know. <laughs> it was a song with him <laughs> and B. People forget that song, yeah. Great song, by the way. Yeah. Got these ladies on the track, man. You know how we flow. Got the whole world on the lockdown. You know how we flow. Don't worry about right work when I can send you to play there for the world with a need you won't forget your name. Whole song, dude. Whole song. What are we doing? I'm here for it. <laughs> Look it up. You know what? That might be... No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say that's an Ari song of the week. Yeah, so Ari can come <laughs> floating in here and snatch the ox cord. Dumb mad, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, you had to download enough. Let me get those rings. And just like your spirit, the commission of me. You can't see me, but I'm lifting my, my arm so I can receive it because that was my message for today. That was great. Like, and it isn't really that's how you pay homage to your fallen homeboy and take and and at the same time, like everybody else knows that feels that they're supposed to inherit that spot. Nah, this is mad, and this is why. Cause honestly, the city should have been Nas's. But Esco was on that whole "I don't want to be king, I'm just, I'm just the rapper," and Jay said, "Nope, I'm the king," <laughs> and it's been whole since. It's it's been whole yeah. since, and you don't have to have a meme to say who ran rap, because Hove successfully. I I would contend since '97, Hove has been the top rapper since '97 in the top five. Of it. He I might not have been the number one, I, but he's been in the top five every I, year since then. I give him an extra year. I say '96. Since '96, well, yeah, reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah. So since '96, I'll let's say, let's say I, that. I'll say '96. I give him I give him that extra year. Uh, yeah, re- reasonable doubt. Well, '96 was a hard year. You got yeah. Machiavelli, Life After Death. Yeah, yeah still, know, yeah, still '96. Yeah, that was like yeah. when he when he first like reasonable doubt. Yeah. Put down like I, I'm gonna step into this. So that's to, is, so to answer the meme. Pop, <laughs> he ain't pop in '96, but that's when he put his foot in it and was like, I, I'm, go- I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, so to answer the meme, why is Hove the king of rap? Because every year since 96, he's been in the top five. If not two or three. He might not have been number one every year, but he's been there consistently. What else do you need? And, and name, besides Big or Pop, name another artist who has had the influence that he's had. And that's a big thing. Influence is a great word. And Jay, and Jay, and Jay is still alive. Big and Pop, unfortunately, are no longer with us. 
Jay's still alive. Honestly, and Jay is the manifestation of what we thought Big and Pac would have been. Yeah. If Big and Pac would have lied, would have lived, I can see them becoming what Jay is now. You know what I'm saying? The the kind of that's a whole big brother. That's a huge conversation. That's a huge, yeah, that's if, a huge conversation. I don't even think Jay would be what he is now. That's this is true. Yeah. Thing. This, but that goes into my fabulous conversation why why Fab is not who he should be because Jay's here. Cause exactly. I and Jay staying, but shout out to Fab because I love him too. I think I think if if Jay just said you know I'm not rapping no more for real for real, then Fab would be next in line because Fab has everything. To I me. hope it would go to East but though. Fab, but Fab even Fab nah. knows that Fab mentioned it in um one of his songs around the time that he did breathe, and basically was like. You know, since Jay retired, Brooklyn's back. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge fan. This is this is known to everybody, but we're we're drawing it on the conversation. Make sure you check out the interview. Yeah, we 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 do. We that. always do that. Yeah, we do. That. <laughs> check out the interview. It's I do a great interview. It is is a great and like we said, Jay has been releasing these great interviews. It's great content that it's just not an interview. It's it's like. Like I always say, it's like talking to your OG. You know how you get your big brother, your uncle, whoever your OG is. Your OG is. Sit down and talk to them, and they're not giving you lessons, but they give you lessons. I said something um, like, "Who do you want to be, or what do you want to be?" Something or Ralph Lauren. I was like, "Yes." Yeah, he did drop a ball. Yeah, I, I saw that. That clip. I was proud. Yeah. Hold, hold I shed a tear, and I was baking. <laughs> you, you were baking. Yes. Uh, I was about to say with those with his interview. With but they kind of like That's real. It's not only is real, it's real like, to them put those in words. Yeah. A lot of times we have these emotions, and I think this is a lot, with a lot of good music anyway. They put your emotions in the words you can't put them in. You know what I'm saying? So right. for, for Jay to say that, a lot of people are like, you know what? Exactly right. That's exactly right. Think about this. Reasonable Doubt came out in '96. Like a lot of these people weren't and even was, born then. 
was in his 20s. He was in his 26, 20s when Rainbow Dog came out. It just, it just like matched. He was like 27, 27, yeah. 28. But we are, we are drowning. We got a bunch of stuff to cover before we get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I do want to be serious for a second. I know we we getting carried away. We always do here. Do want to be serious for a second. I want to talk about Russell Simmons and these current allegations against Russ, uh, Uncle Russell. Everyone loves Russell Simmons, right? Everybody loves Russ. Uh, it's been happening with the movie industry, and then there was rumors that this was going to start happening with the music industry as well, where a lot of sexual allegations have been levied against certain people, and Russell Simmons is one of them. Um, uh, sexual harassment and assault allegations um, and because of these allegations he has stepped down from his, his companies to fight them I guess you would say and um he stepped down from every every company that he has helped build he stepped down from all of them um and I want to be fair to Russ because like I said before we all love Russ Russell is one of the fathers of hip hop in general <laughs> just period so we all love russ but we all understand that there was a time when things were different um there were um certain things you could do back then that you cannot do now and even though they were i'm not saying we're right i'm not saying they were wrong i'm saying there was just different practices and those things are coming back to haunt those people do i believe these allegations it's not for me to say I know what I know about Russell. And I know Russell used to do coke. I know Russell used to do this. You know, Ru- you know, and, and this is I'm not shitting on Russ by any means at all. Russell said this himself. He used to do a lot of things. <clears throat> so it's not far fetched for me to think these allegations are not true. You know what I mean? I just hope, as I always say with these things, that there's a, a resolution soon and we can move forward. Cause once again, hip hop loves Russell Simmons. Let's keep that in mind. Um, y'all want to add anything to that? I don't know. I ain't got nothing to add to that. You summed it up for me. I just hope that, like, all these um, people coming forward and telling their stories, I hope that is true. Um, and I hope that no one would um, take advantage of a situation that is so serious um, for, like, personal gain. Yeah, that's also a worry of mine as well because they're talking about things that happened 20, 30 years ago. And that's hard, like, coming from a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just hope that, like you said, the allegations are all true because it's kind of hard to prove. It's one of those things that once you're accused of something, you can't kind of take it back. You know, even if a woman says, well, I said it, but I didn't really mean it, it's already out there in the court of public opinion. Yeah. Especially something that happened 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So I just hope, like you said, these allegations are true and they're not just trying to get attention for it. Um, I'm good on time. She already picked up the case. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool, okay. Um, one thing I want to mention here is happened. It's happened recently. There was a resolution recently, and I talked about this earlier with Cakes, the whole Ryan Leslie situation. Um, for those who don't know, um, in 2010, I believe it was, Ryan Leslie lost his laptop with a lot of his music on it. At that time, he offered a million dollar reward for the laptop. Now, make sure I get everything correct. Um, his laptop was returned to him without the music. <laughs> so the person that found the laptop was like, hey, you want your laptop? Here's your laptop. And Leslie was like, nope, I want my music too. And they sued him for it. Because he said a million dollars for your laptop. 
Then they give the music. As a result, he lost the lawsuit and he owes this person the million dollars. And the way the courts, and I make sure I'm reading this right, the way the courts had decided was this, was after, this is smart thinking about Ryan Leslie, but smarter about the courts. After he lost the lawsuit, he filed bankruptcy. Yes. So he, so he wouldn't, he wouldn't know like, hey, I don't got it no more. It's a win. But the, I'm making sure I read it. According to the blast, um, Ryan Leslie and the guy who found his laptop have come to an agreement that settles all future royalties will go to the person that found the laptop. They split it, or recorded. he gets all of it. Well, up to a certain amount, it says five hundred thirty-eight thousand. So basically, up to five hundred thirty-eight thousand of royalties from the music that was recorded on the laptop. This guy found it. So is Ryan Leslie making music? Like, is he writing music? Is he doing anything? As far as I know, he's not. So he still won. No, because if after six years and he's not earned at least three hundred thousand, he will maintain the rights to the music until he reaches that figure. So basically, Ryan Leslie got six years to give this man his money, or he's going to maintain the rights to all his music until he gets that all that money. And, and I, I didn't think Ryan Leslie had a million dollars when he was hot. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what the. I would have just kept the laptop. Yeah. I bring this up because I know it happens all the time to people. People lose their laptops. Um, you lose your rhyme book. You lose. You know what I'm saying? It happened. It happened to me years ago. Um, it happens. So I bring. I wanted to t- talk about it because I know G as an artist. Um, how would that affect you if you lost your laptop with your music on it? Well, I'm old school. Um, I'm still writing. The composition. If I lost my note, if I lost my notebook, mm-hmm. that would be pivotal. Like, especially because the way I work is each each one of my notebooks is a specific project. So, like, currently for the project that I'm working on, Mood Swings, James, but um, <laughs> I have a notebook just for this particular project. So, if I lose that notebook, I've lost that whole project and I have to start over. That's difficult for any artist. Yeah. Regardless of, like, so, oh, I had this concept for this particular song and I had this concept for this particular song might still have the beat, you might still have a general idea of how the song was, but to the hours that you've put into perfecting certain certain things, you can't get that back without having that 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 tool. You know, mm-hmm. i.e. your laptop, notebook, your phone that you wrote it down, whatever. So when you lose that, you basically have lost that project or that particular song. And especially if you know that songs are gonna make you millions. Yeah. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna make seven million off one song based off how I formulated in my notebook, I ain't no problem giving up a meal real quick. Like I need my notebook back. I can give you the meal <laughs> once I got my notebook back and I got this seven mil on the way, I'm still gonna see six off of that. Cause I'm going to hit you with a mail. And I'm sure that's what he was thinking. Yeah, I was about to say, now you put it that way. I wonder why his lawyer couldn't fight. Well, we thought we were going to get the laptop back with the music. 
Yeah, it, it yeah. seems it seems swimy to me. Like he probably defended himself in court. He probably did. <laughs> uh, it seems yeah, like it if, just, I'm pretty sure they broke it down technically. He's like, nah, I want the laptop back. Okay, you got the laptop back. You ain't say nothing about you want the music back but on can, the laptop. Can we say password protection? Like, the, the dude hacked his laptop and took his music? Like, you got a password on that, prevents all that. But this was 2010. He probably wasn't thinking about stuff like that. But shit. <laughs> like, if you find my laptop right now, there's a password on it, fam. You're just not going to get in my laptop. That's just like if, like, someone, um, I don't know. Nah, that was a bad example. I was going to say I get robbed and I yeah, lose my I kitchen. I don't think anybody has a, any type of device that doesn't have a password on it in this day and age. Yeah, but like I said, that was 2010, so maybe things were different. I don't know. His password was probably a addiction. Had a password. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's probably. It's probably something stupid. Yeah, like that. Password was addiction. No. So, like I said, I bring it up because I know a lot of artists lose their stuff. So just make sure you keep your shit, keep your shit, and don't offer reward money you don't have. I mean, I, whoever found Drake's BlackBerry with the side scroll never came forward. That's that's true too. <laughs> or did they? And Drake's not saying anything. That's here's here's a question though. What if somebody found that and they're using I'll, those rhymes? I think about that occasionally. That's funny. You know who it is? You know who it is? Who? It's A Boogie with the hoodie. A <laughs> found his, his and I'm here for it because I love him. <laughs> that thing young. That happened. That was in Calabasas somewhere. <laughs> that's funny. Isn't that's a good question though? What if you you lose your rhyme book? Somebody finds it and they use your rhymes. How can you prove that's your rhyme book? That's your rhymes. That Blackberry had the voice notes and everything. If A Boogie took it, it had to. <laughs> Blackberry was life. What? Drake probably getting anonymous well, checks. Well, that's that nation. That, that was me being petty with cakes. It wasn't about eight bucks. That was just me being petty with cakes. And that's fine. <laughs> I'm here for that as well. So continuing <laughs> on the rundown. We haven't done it in a while. Continue the rundown. The rundown. Yes, the rundown. <laughs> Want to talk about Cam, Killer, Dipset, Bird Gang, all that good stuff. Um, Cam had an interview with The Breakfast Club earlier this week where he talks about him and Mace. Talk about a lot of good things. Uh, of course, make sure you go to uncutmagazine.net and see the whole interview. Shameless plug. Shameless. Shameless. Um, Shameless. But one thing that reached out to me that I want to talk about, because we talked about him and Mace for, for ad nauseum, was him and his situation with his longtime, now ex-girlfriend, Juju. Can't talk about his last week on the podcast. Him and Juju were together so it's over 10 years, since 2002, he says. Um, and they broke up recently because it wasn't fun anymore. In his words, in his yeah. words, it wasn't fun anymore. And then, um, the social media is saying that they broke up because of Instagram. Like, she would get mad at him for him liking pictures or following people. And I guess that kind of took the fun out of it. That's uh, a real thing. Like, even that, with people that you don't date, but you think they belong to you, what you like about her picture. So that that brings it. I was going to say is that is that because I don't know, you know I don't I don't live in that world. Uh, is, is that a real thing? I, I I recall when I was with someone, we got into arguments over these things. That's such a long time ago. I didn't think that really existed anymore. They were young. I mean, Cam and Juju are thirties and forties. Is that a real thing? That's a legit. That's correct. Arguing about social media. Yeah, like why you like this picture? Why you follow that person? Blase blase. Woody woo. 
that's a real thing for people who um who don't have that many eyes watching them as well like what exactly what do you like about this picture especially if you're in a relationship with a person and the person doesn't resemble you who that person has like at the time what do you like about this picture Mm. I mean that's 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 yeah it's a real situation that breaks up relationships and it's sad because it's like but then too at the I mean on a another hand I feel that 10 years later that shouldn't be a thing yeah if you're with somebody for 10 years that shouldn't be an issue but keep in mind they weren't together when Instagram yeah like when they started being together Instagram was non-existent I'm pretty sure it wasn't it wasn't anybody's radar or anything like that like social media today was not what it was 10 years ago shout out to space regardless (laughs) of how long you were with somebody this is a new obstacle to overcome and can we even say in his interview he was like you know you would you would legit think that after being with somebody for 10 years like you trust me you know that I've been on tour I've been with groupies like groupies have been around me my whole life but you gonna let some digital shit cause you to have an issue with me when I could have been on tour and been gone for a month and you had no idea what the hell I was doing right well, Cam even said that when Instagram came out, he used all his poster pictures because she was beautiful. Shout out to Juju. She's very beautiful. Yes. Um, and because he, he wanted to show her off like, hey, she's a beautiful woman. She's very classy. She's a good woman. But it just it just changed. Right. I don't know. It just I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Ten years for me is a long time in my life. So if I'm with somebody for 10 years, I would think at some point we're married. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm about to say that's common law marriage. In, in NBA. Yeah, in VA, that's, you're married already. You're like, you know what I'm saying? Um, That's something else in the interview he mentioned and we talked about this last week G how the song he released Dinner Time it wasn't properly mixed and yeah. YouTube apparently paid him 70000 to release the song on their platform yeah but that was as he said in the interview he initiated that as far as calling to find out how, how much he could get for a response right. and I'll say the thing that I appreciated about the Camar interview was he was upfront and honest about a lot of things. Like it wasn't just like, oh no, you know, he had his response, I went back in. He was like, No, nah, I woke up and I called to find out how much I could get for the response. Like I was gonna do the response anyway. But if I can make money off of it, then let me find out how much I can make. Whether you agree with that or not, he was being honest right. in a world of business and music. Like, I know at this particular point, because I said some, they came out of nowhere and said something to me back. Now I know it's money involved somewhere. Let me find the money. Because this I'm is still entertainment. On to him. Exactly. Yeah. Don't get, the, don't, get the, don't, don't get it fucked up. I'm still on response to him. But if I can make some money in the wake of it, let me find the money. So for him to say out of his mouth up front, like when I woke up and I figured out what was going on after all the missed calls that I had, he started making calls to see how much he could get for a response. Him going that route and saying that made me start to believe what he said in the initial song and his response wasn't, I'm so much dissing him, I'm just saying what happened and he offended because 
Well, he didn't want people to know. Well, to that, Cam said in the song, in the initial song that started all this, that he wasn't dissing Mace. In the interview, he said this. Right. He, said, he said he wasn't Even when Mace. I heard it, it didn't sound like a diss. It just sounded like this happened. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was just like, okay, I'm missing in the story that's going to happen. Um, and he got offended because I put that song out. And people outside of who was initially involved in the song yeah. now know what happened. Right. So he felt like he had to defend himself to a certain degree. The, the thing about Cam I've learned over the years, watching Cam, following Cam having people in common with Cam is that he always seems to to I want to be honest but just it's no it's no lying in Cam you know what yeah. I'm saying you know how like in the old Scarface with the Tony Montana Sosa thing there's no lying in Cam he doesn't care about the <laughs> truth he's just telling you what happened this is what it is yeah. boom whether you like it or not so uh-huh. looking at that I can see a lot of things he said been true that he did say he doesn't have a sister so the whole line about you yeah, know didn't fuck your sister that. He said Cam said he doesn't have a sister, so that's that. And then he also said that right. um he doesn't have a mace tattoo either, so but he does have Harlem World tattoo yeah, on him. So. Which could which could be perceived as exactly yeah. because he was like after he said something about him fucking his sister, he was like, Yeah, I can't listen to this no more because like where are you going with this? Like none of this is factual. So he didn't even hear anything about Mace tattoo until it got brought up on the interview. See, I well, yeah, but then they had mentioned like, well, what about the comments? And he was like, after so many, like, you just can't read them all. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was just like, I read up to like five hundred comments. He was like, but ten thousand. He was like, I can't read ten thousand comments. I'm not. I'm not about to do that. And and then like I said, that that is a point because Mace considers himself Harlem World. Harlem World was his group, was his thing. And Cam does have Harlem World tattooed on him. So yeah. there, you go. there you go. There you go. That's that right there. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the interviewers brought that up. It was like, you know, so do you have me no I ain't got me like do you have Harlem World? He was like, I have a Harlem tattoo. He didn't say Harlem World. He was like, I have a Harlem tattoo. Yeah, I think he did. But at the same time he was like, Mace isn't from Harlem, Mace is from Florida. He did say that, yeah. But it's funny how people let things work for them, like when it's convenient for them. So, like when Mace was with Cam and he was screaming Harlem, it was cool. But now they beefing. It's like, but where are you really from? That happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to Cam. Like when, this FL. when Prodigy got, <laughs> when Prodigy was was being dissed, like it came out that Prodigy's not really from Queens. He's not from QB. Rest in peace, right? It was just, yeah, it was one of those situations. It's like, I, not every, a lot of the places that rappers claim is not where they're actually from. Those yeah. are the places that actually race them. Yeah, like, um, exhibits from New Mexico. All right, enough of him. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is, who, who won, who won, who won this, um, this little, this little beef, this little squabble? I'm, I'm a, I'm gonna go again now. Hindsight being 2020, I think last week I said Mace won. But if yeah, half the things he's saying in his his retort or his response wasn't true, you kind of look at it like, eh. you know what I'm saying? It was still entertaining. It was very entertaining. It. You love thinking that Cam had a Mace. Yeah, Cam fucked his sister. That's disgusting, but hey, um, I'm still gonna give it to Mace. 
the flutes are just hard. Like you can't lose from the flutes. <laughs> the flutes is funny. The fl- you, the flutes are everything. Like the and that's why I keep telling people: Did the flutes win or did Mace win? Because I can I can diss anybody over the flutes. And I, I mean, win too. I just want y'all to remember that Mace gave us hits, and also Cam was on the Breakfast Club interview singing a Mace song. There you have it. I mean, and then keep in mind, and, and the lineage of it is okay. There's Mace, then Cam, then Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? That there's an order there. Remember, Cam was Mace's sidekick. Jimmy was Cam's sidekick. So, you know, there's an order. It's like Robin fighting Batman. You know what I mean? And I'm not even a big Mace fan. I'm just simply saying. <laughs> I don't like Mace. All right, don't. I, I don't. It's not my guy. I don't care about the dude. It's not my guy. Um, want to get into things serious here. Um, it was recently revealed Timbaland um had a battle with drugs and oppression, a depression. Oppression. Uh, he said he suffered a near overdose. Um, recently, um, he did a story at an interview with Rolling Stone where he suffered a near overdose from oxycodone. And um, yeah, he almost died. We almost lost him, y'all. Um, but he's okay now. He's I didn't know Tim was forty five. That's first off, didn't know that. Um, he's working on new music. And what I found out funny about this story is that not a lot of people are talking about this story. As prevalent as popular as Oxy is in the culture right now, you would think more people would be talking about Tim almost died from Oxy. But I think people only want to see like the like the glitz and glam of it, and right. not so much like the horror stories. Right, because we just had the kid. What's the kid name? Lil Peep. Lil Peep just died from he OD to Oxy. You would think this would be more prevalent and hopefully get more people to get off of this shit. But this story, I had to really search for the story. Like nobody cares about this. So um, I feel a way about it. Um, depression is real. And I feel that people should seek help for it. Um, it's like a thing that you may not always be able to like handle on your own. But then like, are we only hearing this story because he's about to go on the press run or is this really near and dear to his heart like is he passionate about it because i read an article and it was saying so he weaned himself off the pills but he still smokes and drinks Mm. see so you just move from one addiction to like the next yeah i I think that's what that's what typically happens with addiction though like addiction never goes away fully it just Move it from one thing to another. Like you, you just simply know, replace the addiction with something. Yeah, like I know people who smoked for years, and for them to stop smoking, it manifested it itself another way. Like they either chose a constructive outlet or a deconstructive outlet like my father said that to me one time before he was like everybody needs an outlet some people choose a constructive one some people don't so when when your outlet before you become famous and everything is music and then your music becomes your career it becomes your job no longer your hobby or something that you go to it's your day to day you have to do it you have to substitute something to fill that void of, like, okay, this is my getaway. So now, music is at the forefront. You have to find a 
a getaway from music. Sad to say, a lot of artists find some form of addiction with pills, alcohol, or some other means. And some people I've noticed in my lifetime have addictive personalities. They just, they're naturally addicted to something. It could be shopping, it could be drugs, could be sex, could be whatever. They're just naturally addicted to some things. Everybody's addicted to something. I don't care who you are. Everybody on this planet is addicted to something. It's just about how you monitor it and and the levels that you you give to it. So we by by understanding like every artist that makes music that's famous or popular right now is addicted to their music because of the level of success and uh yeah the level of success and the attention that it brings them oh yeah the amount of money that brings them that's an addiction definitely so at that point it translates it can possibly translate from I'm not just making music to escape. Now I can make music to get a certain amount of money. I can, you know, have a certain amount of success, a certain amount of celebrity. So now you're addicted to the aftermath of it. But for the fact that you're not being true to yourself musically, then it's like I, while I'm selling my art that I don't really 100% believe in, but I get a certain amount of money from it. Yeah. So now, they have to kind of mask that, like, I right, well, shit, like, I'm just gonna go ahead and do this song and put it out. So now, every time I hear this song, for me to be able to stomach and listen to this song, I have to be drunk and or hot. So every time I perform it, I have to be drunk and or hot. Any time I talk about it, I have to be drunk and or hot. So now the addiction is, I need to be drunk all the time because this song is like the number one song in the country yeah. and everybody always wants to talk about this song. So now I need to be drunk all the time. Yeah. So now, now that's my new addiction. I'm just drunk. I'm an alcoholic at this point. And some people actually, um, they work better in those conditions. All right, shout out to the functioning alcoholic. <laughs> some people, you know, especially artists. I know some people they have to drink to to write or they have to smoke to write because it it helps to them. It helps release things. So I know people like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it it numbs certain things. Yeah, to be honest. And as an artist myself, I can I'm speaking on my personal uh experiences at this at this moment. Like it numbs certain feelings that you have, like things that you wouldn't talk about or touch on, and certain people you wouldn't bring up or speak on because you you might be. Even though they've wronged you, you still have a certain level of love for them that you don't want to offend them. But being in an intoxicated state, it allows you to bypass thinking about how they may feel because it's how you feel at that moment and you want to say it. Right. So... We all wish Tim get well. Um, we hope there it does bring more attention to the whole Oxycontin, the whole pill popping thing in, in hip hop right now. And hopefully we can get past this point. Um, Oxys and Mollies and all that stuff. Sorry, Future. 
but you know, we need something else. I kind of feel away. It's not cool to be a crackhead. off of people buy oxy. So. You thrive. Well, that's in your legal profession. But still, people buy legally and sell it. I mean, what you do after <laughs> you legally purchase it is between you and. Yes. Yeah. Well, whole no, people seriously. get a prescription for it. Yeah. You know, only use it if needed because they're needed. But we're not going to talk about me and drugs because I don't like drugs in any kind. Um, say no, kids. Say no. Say no. Say no to Sudafed. Say no to Advil, damn it, don't do anything. <laughs> um, but enough of that. G, what's streaming this week? Yeah. Uh, so, well, I was surprised to see this. Hey, you know, we spoke about this on, uh, I don't think it was the last episode. I think it was the episode before that. When we were talking about Drum needs to drop something, or he, like, actually might just be non-existent like I don't know if that was the episode before last but I remember us having a conversation about we did we did that did so, um, I didn't acknowledge it on last episode I mentioned in the wish streaming with Dream category that Trump had dropped the Christmas project mm-hmm. so he's his initial album the Big Baby Drum joint he, he did it again but it's eight songs on it so it's a deluxe version Okay. So, I'm curious to hear the eight new songs, but at the same token, I'm wondering why he didn't just release the eight new songs as a, a EP apart from his initial album. So, I'm curious about that. Do anyway, um, what else we got? We got Roy Wood, Say Less. Oh, yes. Uh, Miguel is finally back with War and Leisure. Yeah. Uh, Euro. Euros, two birds, one stone. Chief Keith is back and has a project called Dedication, which I wonder how Wayne's fans are going to think that. Mm. Um, Gunna, Drip or Drown. If I'm not mistaken, he's from the Bay Zero. Zero? Yeah, Zero. No, he's from um Houston. He from Atlanta? Houston. Houston. Yeah, yeah right. H-Town. He got, a, he got a new project, Codeine. Uh, Spender and Grubby Falls has a project called Still Sharp and Still. Dom Kennedy and Hit Boy have a project called Courtesy of Half a Meal. Yeah, Half a Meal. Yes. Uh, young, <laughs> Love it. Young, young Drew is back day three. Um, a cat that I'm not familiar with, and I'm curious to check out the project. Uh, guy by the name of Black Bear has a project out called Cybersex, and we briefly touched on it. And I gotta mention it because I don't think I mentioned it last um, last episode. Quali Radio Salad. Yeah. You mentioned something about um, Black Bear. Kid. Black Bear is actually really cool, um, but you gotta kind of open your mind for it. Like, if you don't like Tyler, I don't see you liking this. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, like I, like I said, I'm interested to hear his music, like, but for Uncut, keep in mind, like, some of the, some of the music that's, we're streaming with me isn't, like, oh, I've listened to it, and it's dope. It's, it's hit my radar and came across my table some kind of way. So it's going to be on my playlist, but it's weak. Because I'm curious to hear these artists. 
Okay. I have never heard. I've never heard of Black Bear, and I haven't heard any of his music. But during my research, his name popped up, so I'm gonna check him out. Did you mention J.R. Ryder? That's right. Ryder do got an album, oh, a new mixtape out. The cover is phenomenal. <laughs> the, the cover is is, is phenomenal. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't mention JR. Honestly, you got me on that one. Listen, listen to the album and forget. The, d- tell him don't look at the cover. Just listen to the album because <laughs> no. your feelings gonna be hurt. <laughs> Get JR's new project. Um, I don't remember Get what's called right now. Get the bootleg version so you can't see the cover. <laughs> the cover is hilarious. <laughs> really rap joint yeah yeah that is it yeah yep i really rap yeah okay yeah shout out to jr yeah, JR. the, the yeah, best okay. so the thing i can say about like, that you're not gonna sit here and say something to me and i ain't about to look at it <laughs> <laughs> the best thing yeah, i can say about it project. is it's really the cover is, is phenomenal yeah. the headline <laughs> reads jr writer targets new rappers on i really rap album cover yeah, the cover is hilarious. Oh, oh you see it now. He see the cover now. <laughs> oh, so I'm wow. mad that I saw this cover and was like anticipating the album and then oh, I heard it. And I'm shit. mad because I can point out a couple of people on the cover who actually have better albums than I really rock. Yeah, like, I would want to catch me outside, girl, to catch me outside before I ever listen to this yeah. again. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have listened to it. He got um, XX Tentacion. Oh, <laughs> shit. Little boat. Ugly guy up there being great. Oh, this yeah. is crazy. 52 Savage. 52 Savage made the cover. 52 Savage? He in the back. This is definitely... Oh, and the first song is him in East? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Dave, <laughs> shout out to Dave East. Well, normally this part of the yeah. show is where we play Ari's song of the week, and that's what we're going to do. Ari sent me her song. <laughs> um, this is, and I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Spritz and Sango. This is Ari's song of the week, y'all. It's called How Do You Love Me? Y'all check it out. Let me cut this volume up here for y'all. I'm a cheater, a mistreater, a deceiver. You must not know me. I'm out with a hell, and I don't even care. I just blow trees. Nah, you must not know me. Ain't never been good to anybody, man. I would step up to anybody. Don't talk to me like you anybody. Oh no. But I must admit it's something different when I'm feeling your existence so long. And you make me wanna switch this way that I've been living. I don't get it. That was Prince and Sango. How do you love me? Uh, make sure you check it out. That was Ari's song of the who? week. Who? I have no I mean, idea. I'll be keeping the song, the song of the day for me because I've been blasting <laughs> that shit before. I'll put the link in the description because I, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Ari, she picked it. She sent it to me before because she knew she wasn't going to be here this week. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, we want to thank Bay here. Um, Cakes, as always, for coming through, showing love. <laughs> it's Cake. Can I, like I say it? Go ahead. <laughs> It's Cakes Batter, C-A-A-K-E-S-B-A-D-D-E-R. No, thank you, y'all. And shout out to her podcast, Laugh from the 7-5. That's like we family and all that good stuff. Our cousins would call that. I actually should call you for like, I'm really trying to get them to do like a wrap-up for the year. Well, I've, I've told Without the, the artists, though, like people who actually 
You saw the man. We were talking. I was like, yo, put me there. He's like, yeah, I ain't forget about you. And yeah. I'm an ass blazing. And he turning 30 in this month. So I was like, let's do like a 30 for 30. We can do it. Whatever. Just let me know. Uh, whatever. Bae, whatever you need, I'm here for you. G-Lock can't come. Because first of all, <laughs> you later than me. And I be late. But at least I bring stuff when I'm late. Why I can't come? Why I can't come? The podcast gonna be over like three weeks. <laughs> we showing up on the wrong day. But shout out to you though you from the parts I know. Whatever. You know what? um, That's wrong. That's so wrong. G, you wanna give out your social media? <laughs> For what? They don't like it. Stop it. Stop don't it. do that. I, you be you be popping on See, the you internet. Be popping. Unders- no, I don't. Anyway. Underscore G underscore L I Twitter Instagram uh, AGR dot G Snapchat AGR dot G L I Facebook AGR HQS Check out the website New music on the way uh, Get ready for the Bills The Serious State dropping this month Saxo The Uncle Luke joint on the way Benny Magenta, and then my project Moose Wing. Shout out to Benny McFly as well. Is on the, 2018 is already done. We're working on 2019. Yes, foresight. Shout out to Benny McFly, unofficial fifth member of the show. Um, for sure. You kind of gave out yours, but you want to do it again for sure. For sure, some I don't even want y'all to follow me. Follow my Kate page because I'm trying to be a little mini mogul out here. Batter sweets. Follow the cake page. <laughs> don't follow my cakes though. Yeah, don't my follow cakes. my cakes. Follow don't, like the actual. Don't follow my cakes. My cakes. You the, the, the ones you can order and take home with you. <laughs> don't follow my cakes here. Uh, no, it's cakes batter. C a a k e s b a d d e r. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Um, you'll probably be able to find more of me on Instagram. I tweet. Not a lot, um, and I snap pictures of my cake. So you know, we need a cake. Call me. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> nah. to be st- Look, the name was supposed to be clever before I actually started baking. Like seriously, I mean, I'm actually out here looking like a three tier cake today. But she out here looking. It's good. not. A, it's not a good thing. It's I actually a, need to lose weight. It's a snack. That's what they said, right? It's a snack. It's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> it's an en- it's oh, an endless it's a buffet. buffet. Oh, it's a buffet. It's definitely a buffet. <laughs> and as far as mine goes, of course, um, on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever social media is involved, I'm there. It's the Wade Blogs. Um, make sure you follow the Words with Wade Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat as well at Words with Wade. We use the hashtag words with Wade and also follow Uncut Magazine. Shameless plug, but that's the site. Um, anything else when we get out here, y'all? Um, this was fine. Thanks for letting me be here. We always love it just when follow, you come back. Just follow cakes because she's snapping pictures of her cakes. Of, All right. of her cakes, not my Sometimes cakes. Sometimes in the morning when I feel friendly, you might see a picture of me like with a bent knee like poke it on snapchat but that's if i had my coffee before i actually walk in the building <laughs> so you might get lucky oh, you don't get the pictures that i get that's bae <laughs> um, these are jokes y'all by the way 
Because people be killing me like, everybody's bae will wait. Yo, these are jokes. All right, Relax. everybody bae. Wait for I'm everybody, not, too. g not, did you know that? Why you tell me? Waiting that for everybody. If you call everybody bae, then you are for everybody. I don't call everybody bae. I call you bae because you bae. There you go. See, there it is. And there it is. Thank you. No problem. Um, and that's it, right? As always? As always. All right. So, as always, you may agree with what we say. You may not agree uh-huh. with what we say. But one thing you can agree with, so we keep it uncut. What is that? Uncut. Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.